0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? This week, we are here to review Pearl. It is a movie that uh, we reviewed the uh, the first movie, X, back uh, earlier last year. And I absolutely fell in love with that movie. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. And when I heard that they were coming out with a sequel slash prequel to the uh, to the movie, I was uh, I was pretty excited. Um, so I-, I was definitely excited to to finally watch this movie. It's been out for for a few months, and I was excited to do the review. So yeah, we'll be reviewing Pearl, one of my m- more anticipated movies of. 2022. Now the question is, does it live up to the hype? Does it meet my expectations? Does it reach my top 10? Uh, not very often you can say two movies from the same director in one year can be in the top 10. So, we will discuss all of that in just a few minutes. Uh, before we do that, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us go to patreon.com/2game. That is the number 2. Supports any of those tiers and you get access to our Discord, which is where all the voting happens on what kind of content we give out. Uh, all the shenanigans happens on the Discord. Uh, speaking of which, episode number one hundred of the Two Game Podcast is coming out uh, this week. We are celebrating all of our Patreon supporters as well. They're gonna we're having like a little awards segment uh, given out. Just just celebrating the the people that have been here uh, supporting us the entire time. So episode one hundred uh the big one double oh i honestly didn't think that we would uh record that many episodes i mean the fucking uh reviews the movie reviews were up to 230 almost so lots lots of podcasts there sir damn it (laughs) yeah so lots lots of episodes lots of time uh, but i appreciate everybody that has supported us the the last few years everybody that has recorded with us including including you there josh I uh, appreciate everybody help me with this uh, this journey
1: i appreciate it i know you can't come out and say i was the best but we all know so
0: yeah i mean i don't it's like it's like it's like you know picking one of your favorite children you can't really do that i mean we all know who the favorite is but i can i don't i can't say it out loud you know I don't like any of mine, so. (laughs) Join join the club. (laughs) Whoops,
1: I did not mean to say that out loud.
0: (laughs) Do not share this with Rachel. (laughs) But let's go ahead and jump in to Pearl. Pearl, like I said earlier, this is the prequel to the movie X that came out last year in 2022. In 1918, a young woman on the brink of madness pursues stardom in a desperate attempt to escape the misery, isolation, and lovelessness of life on her parents' farm. This movie is directed by Ty West, who also directed X, uh, VHS, and uh, In a Valley of Violence. The movie had an unknown budget, couldn't really find one, and it grossed uh, $9.4 million. It stars Mia Goff, who was the uh, the main protagonist in X. She is now playing the uh, the old lady in X in this one, Pearl. Uh, this also has David Cornsweet and Tandy Wright. It has a runtime of one hour and 43 minutes, and it was released September 16th, 2022. This movie was greenlit before filming began on X, which I guess, you know, You got some big balls if you say, yeah, yeah, go and go and do both movies when you don't even know the first one's going to do good.
1: Real, go ahead and do your prequel because everybody's going to like that other one, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tandy Wright, who is Pearl's mother in this movie, was the intimacy coordinator on X, and she was offered the role of Ruth in this movie as filming wrapped up with X. Uh, That sounds kind of confusing, but just know that Tandy Wright was the intimacy coordinator of the, the first movie. And now she's playing Pearl's mother in this one. And she had to quickly learn German for this role. In fact, she even kind of threw some people off that were actually German on set. They thought she was actually a uh, legit German.
1: Damn. I want to be an intimacy coordinator. <laughs> I kind of like a great job. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, at, at, <laughs> I wonder if there are dudes that do intimacy coordinating. Like. (laughs) Like, like a dude goes in there and is like, hey, man, like, you need to, like, really grab that ass. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm I'm just kind of curious as as what a intimacy coordinator does. Hey, look, I know this dude very, very well over here. Okay, he thinks you're kind of hot. If he has a boner, okay, just just ignore it. Okay. It's just it's a, it's a circle of life. All right. Just 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 ignore the boner. <laughs> uh, like I'm just I'm just curious what, what that whole process is like. It's gotta be fucking awkward.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if I was one, I'd be like, bro, that, that does not even look like y'all are fucking helping to like do a little better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. What what are you doing? You sound like a dying cat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it'd be like that one uh movie we watched where they fucked in a bathroom. I'd be like, yeah, nobody <laughs> believed that performance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was uh Spencer Confidential.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: Yeah, but I remember that. I've surprised so, myself. <laughs> so this movie was originally meant to be shot in black and white, but A twenty four the uh, the studio was totally against the idea, so they made it the exact opposite and made it bright with extremely vivid colors. I am you know it, it's hard to pull off black and white nowadays. Like uh you you you've never seen this movie, but the movie Logan, uh I, I saw that movie in theaters and it's in color, but then when they released it on on Blu-ray, it came with a black and white edition of that of that movie. And I think the black and white edition really enhances the experience of it. It just it really fits with the the tone and all that. So it's really hard to pull off a black and white movie nowadays.
1: Yeah, you know they wanted to do in living color in black and white, but they decided not to. <laughs> this, this guy right here. <laughs> this guy right here. That was so lame, but I just couldn't I couldn't help myself.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was that was like a dad joke. <laughs> I couldn't help it, damn it! They couldn't help it. Uh, and then, last but not least, the pearl smile during the end credits lasted one minute and fifty-one seconds. It was actually not rehearsed or planned. It was just the the director said he he just said I wasn't going to say cut. She was smiling, and she just he just let her go. And it, it got to the point where it was getting painful and uh, kind of awkward. So you can kind of tell all those emotions from him not cutting the, the scene uh, during the end credits. All right. Before we jump into our general impressions, I, I need to know expectations because I think expectations are a huge part of how you're going to enjoy this movie or not enjoy. So what was your expectations going in, sir?
1: You know, I had, uh, I had actually very high expectations because I, I am like you. I enjoyed X I thought some of the uh, the scenes, the kill scenes, the action scenes, and just all around some of the great dialogue that X had in it. Uh, so I, I was pumped. I was ready.
0: Uh, yeah, um, like I said earlier, X is one of my favorite movies of the year. I was kind of blown away by that movie and how much I absolutely loved it. And I said this on the previous episode. and I've said it on episodes, other episodes as well. I watched it, and then I watched it again the next day, and that was just how much I loved it. And same thing with you, Josh. I, I love the dialogue. The kills were great. The humor was really what, what pushed it over the edge for me. So, coming into this movie, I had seen some of the trailers, and I was kind of iffy on some of the stuff that they had shown. I was kind of cautious about the movie, but I was expecting crazy, you know, gory kills. I wanted it to be to be really funny, just like the first movie. But I also knew that it was going to be unique as well, or I expected it to be unique because X is definitely not like any other horror movie out there. And not to give away my, my overall impressions, but regardless of what you feel about this movie, you can definitely say it is unique in the, uh, the horror genre for sure. So what did you think, Sarah, you and I have not talked about this movie whatsoever. I kind of gave you my just overall impressions of the movie. Uh, Hopefully that didn't ruin it for you, but I'm curious what you you thought.
1: If you would have said, name a movie that's a horror slasher film, this would be nowhere near it. No. (laughs) You know, I think that's what I'm so disappointed about. I think they got the the psycho uh, thriller aspect to it, but slasher slash horror, no. I was very disappointed in it. It was it, uh, There were certain aspects I liked, and it was, you know, her coming out and showing how crazy she is. But just the other part of the execution didn't tie it in, I don't think, to the story, especially with uh, X in front of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she was a uh, sex crazed in X and this one she's you know has a tendency or two to do sex crazed but I don't know I just I don't connect both movies together
0: yeah so uh overall I would say I really liked about half of this movie. the other half i I wouldn't say I was bored. I was I was intrigued by what was going on, but I wouldn't say that I liked the other half of it. And a lot of the things that I liked about the movie were were some of the things that they tied back to X. Like when you see some of those connections from this movie to that movie, I really really enjoyed those. This movie to me is a Wizard of Oz meets Joker and you you I don't think you've ever seen Joker before, but I have. Okay, in that movie, they explore the psyche of of the Joker and all that, and it's it's a character piece more than anything. And you know, people have been saying this is the Joker for women, basically, with with Pearl. Um, and to some degree, I, I kind of agree with that. I think through and through, this feels more like Joker than than anything. Uh, as far as the the slasher aspect of it, I absolutely agree with you. I think this barely meets the slasher aspect of the genre. And one of the, one of the things I was, I said earlier was it was unique. This is a horror movie that 90% of it takes place during the day. And you don't get many horror movies nowadays where, where it just takes place during the day. Midsummer, which is an artsy fartsy type of horror movie. Uh, I, I don't think any of that movie takes place at, at night. It all takes place during the day. So it's very very hard to make a horror movie scary during the day just because it's all bright and shit and you you're not you you can kind of see everything that's kind of going on, right? So I I do think they have enough horror elements in the movie to kind of give it the the horror genre but I mean it's barely it, it's it's I would consider it more of a of a suspense movie in, in the lines of, of Joker more than anything. Like, it, it barely meets the horror genre for me. So, overall, I was kind of disappointed by it, but I, I still think it's a a good movie if you're in... And that's why I said earlier, you know, it depends on what kind of expectations you have. Because if you go into it expecting X, you're going to be disappointed, like I was. If you go into it expecting, like, more of a Joker movie then I think you actually kind of like this movie.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I did like about two minutes of it exceptionally well.
0: What, what two minutes was that? Can you guess? Uh, shit. Um, <laughs> You put me on the spot.
1: <laughs> I, uh, it's when she's banging the scarecrow, and I was like, that's hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know... When I saw that scene, that that was when I texted you and I said you're not going to fucking like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it it kind of blows my mind that that's actually one of your favorite scenes in the movie.
1: I mean, if it would stay that creepiness level there through this whole film, I would have liked the whole film.
0: Now, I really
1: enjoyed the aspect with her and the the guy that runs the uh the movie thing, uh the movie reel. I really enjoyed there two dialogues, and that situation, I enjoyed the mother and daughter. I did not like at all the sister-in-law and mm. Pearl interaction. That that was the biggest downfall, and I think that whole scene in the church was just too much. I think we should have just stayed toward the uh, movie guy and more with the mother.
0: I actually absolutely agree with you. I think the mother stuff was great. Uh, I thought all that was kind of creepy. It kind of gave me some, like, Texas Chainsaw. I mean, I know the the first movie is a, is it pays homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that whole, the whole scenes on the farm with the mom, the dad, and how it's creepy and all the, like, how they, how they have the pig on the, the front steps and it's just, it has maggots and shit on it and all that macabre. Uh, scenery and, and whatnot. I, I think that, to me, I, I loved that aspect of the movie. It, it reminds me of like playing Resident Evil Biohazard, where they're at the, uh, the, the the little farm there. And then it also reminds me a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I absolutely love those scenes, just like you said. The Scarecrow shit, uh, yeah, it, it's fucking far left field. But that was some of the shit that I loved in X. So I definitely liked that scene. But like you said, when it gets to the church stuff and her having to perform in there and the scenes with the the sister-in-law, it just doesn't work for me. With the exception of that like five to six minute long monologue that Mia Goff does at the house after the performance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was pretty good. Now that was, that was one take. I mean, I think it was, uh, I think it was, uh, before the, the five or six minute part, it was like several takes before that, but there was like five or six minutes where it was just one take. And I think that is one of my favorite moments of the entire year. I absolutely loved that scene just because I, I'm very curious if any of that was rehearsed or planned because it seemed very very ad-libbed. Because it was just yeah. going it was just going from fucking one end of the spectrum to the next. And I think I think the acting in that scene was just superb because she is just showing so many different ranges of emotion in just that one scene. She's she's scary, she's crying, she's you know straight-faced, she's crazy, I mean all kinds of emotions. pissed off and I, I just think the acting in that was just, was just exceptional. I, I absolutely loved that scene. But everything else with the uh, sister-in-law, I fucking cut that shit out.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, and I'm not upset that I got to see 1918 Bush. So, <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> this escalated quickly." <laughs> it did. <laughs>
0: So I, I guess what I. Man, I'm starting. I'm starting to like the movie more as I talk about it, honestly, um, I, I guess I did enjoy it a little bit more. That's the thing about expectations. And I, I was kind of talking to one of our Patreon supporters, uh, Chris Norman, uh, earlier this morning about expectations. And I was like, uh, expectations can ruin or elevate a, a piece of media like a movie, a video game, an album, whatever. You know, if you go in with crazy high expectations, and that movie sucks, like you're really gonna fucking love hate that movie. You know. Oh, so,
1: definitely, because you know I had super high expectations of Sniper Elite Five coming out, and so far that that video game sucked major donkey dicks. I hadn't even finished it.
0: Oh, I, I forgot to yeah. ask you about that.
1: Yeah, fucking blows, man. <laughs>
0: So my question to you is, what did you think about the Wizard of Oz, like references and the feel of the movie with the Wizard of Oz? I mean, dude, it is like it is obvious (laughs) that they were fucking copying, not copying, but paying homage to Wizard of Oz in this movie.
1: You know, I didn't mind it. I didn't understand why we went that route, but I mean, it was done pretty well. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't have no, I don't see what it it helped the story at all. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I missed something.
0: I, I like it. it. That's what, that's what makes the movie unique. And I like that aspect of it. I think in some regards, they did lean too heavy into it. And it kind of, at some point it becomes not a horror movie and it becomes a Wizard of Oz movie. I mean there was the her riding on the, the the bicycle like the the wicked witch of the west there's the scarecrow obviously there's the uh the cre- the the uh the frontline credits fuck I can't even think the the title credits and uh yeah all those homages to wizard of oz I think was kind of heavy handed I would have preferred maybe a little bit more obscure references to to wizard of oz where I'm like fucking pointing like bro I know that fucking shit like they should have fucking did you know in Wizard of Oz the the people that the the person that killed himself on set Oh a, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what they should have paid homage to in this movie. That that would have been one it would have been fucked up probably. Two. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like like you're watching a movie and and all of a sudden you're like, "Wait, is that someone fucking hanging in a tree?" <laughs> Like I, I think that would have would have been a cool, fucked up Easter egg, but yeah, I think the Wizard of Oz stuff I, I like it. I think it's a little heavy handed at times, for me personally.
1: Do you think the Spanish flu shit was directed toward COVID? Because that was right when the Rona came. You know, the Rona came out when that thing was getting produced.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's what that's... I. That's what I was. I picked up all
0: <laughs> you got germs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't I don't know if they were going for that to kind of I mean, look, I I don't wanna jump into to the C word because we don't fucking talk about that shit on the podcast, but uh, I think it's very important to kind of bring it up the fact that you know it it caused a lot of anxiety, people were very scared during the uh, the C word times. So I'm thinking that's what they why they went with the Spanish flu, was to kind of create that anxiety within you and kind of help make the movie a little bit more suspenseful than it actually was. So yeah. I, uh,
1: yeah, I can go with that.
0: Yeah. So before we cut out on this episode, a couple of things I want to talk about. One, how did you like the kills?
1: I didn't like them at all. Uh,
0: Very lackluster. We got, totally,
1: we got totally fucked on the dad getting killed. I mean, after we had to watch that creepy scene where he's in the fucking bathroom with his daughter taking a shower or whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, a bath. Yeah.
1: You, know, you know, I kind of wanted to. And then after he see, he sat there watching his wife get fucked up. I expected more. I wanted more, but.
0: And now. Uh, nope. I did like the fire that the mom caught on fire. That was fucking dope.
1: <laughs> and then she threw the fucking pot off. Bowl and water on her. I I like that one, but the rest of them kind of sucks, man. I, I, you know, it just
0: yeah. The dude,
1: motherfucking alligator, and we didn't even get to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the dude got stabbed with a pitchfork through the mouth. I'm like, eh, eh. I mean, you don't see that very often, so I give him that. It's unique, but it's still kind of kind of lackluster and then you got the kill of of the sister-in-law and she just gets hit with the an axe and you're like really but I did like the fact that they kind of did close-ups of her getting chopped up in little pieces that was pretty gory I like that aspect uh,
1: yeah that was good that was good I'll give them that but the
0: rest Come man, on, man. It's just, it, it was just it was just lackluster very very lackluster
1: yeah that that was more like a I don't know that's what fucked me up about this whole movie, is I, I was excited to see some fucked up shit, people getting their their shit splattered, and then oh here's a pitchfork to the eye. I mean, whoa! Hey, what, <laughs> Who what, hadn't what seen about that one before?
0: What about when she squeezed the egg, and then I I, I don't know what the fuck I, I, was she having like visions,
1: or bro, like right, there was some red shit in that damn egg.
0: <laughs> dude, she squeezed that egg, and then that dude exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why does this dude keep coming?" And it's like, I, I I assumed that it was like a long road down to the farm, and that was that was it. But when they were driving with the uh, the projectionist, and he was like, "Oh, who's that? Do you recognize him?" So I'm like, "I thought that was Howard coming home, but it wasn't." So. I was very confused about that whole aspect of the movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that one either. Uh, I thought, you know, originally what I thought whenever I seen him, was like, oh, Howard's going to come in and he's going to fucking kill him, and that's how they're going to tie into being married, but no. That
0: would have been so cool. if he, Yeah, I was expecting him to walk in on her having sex with the projectionist.
1: Yeah, if I'd have wrote the movie, he'd have fucking killed him, and then they'd have uh, had sex in his blood.
0: it's it's kind of fucked up that we were both thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) I'm just saying, I would watch my movie. (laughs) (laughs) This guy said, he said he'd fucking watch it. (laughs) 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 Well played, sir. (laughs) Well played.
1: There ain't a motherfucker on a Patreon going to be like, yeah, you know what? I wish that dude would write that movie. That sounds pretty <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> I'll start a, a a little Kickstarter for it. Hell yeah! All
1: right, last I week th- I, I got my job. I'm going to be the, the uh the uh, uh the dude that watches people do shit. I don't know what that
0: what we called it earlier. What intimacy coordinator? <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I call I, I call dibs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so the last two things I want to bring up before we close out uh, this episode. Do you feel like this was necessary for them to make this movie?
1: No, it's a standalone, really. Yeah. I, I
0: don't because feel like it, it in... doesn't,
1: it doesn't tie in Howard and uh, Pearl's relationship on to why he has accepted her like that.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree. I, I don't think this was a necessary movie, and like I said, I I kind of like it a lot more as we're kind of discussing it. But I don't think it was necessary whatsoever. And like you said, I, I think it doesn't. Re- you know, a bunch of people, a bunch of reviews were saying, "Oh, this really enhances X, and it makes X an even better movie." I I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think I I agree with you, Josh, that this feels more standalone. And if you never had this movie, you, you would none the wiser, you know. I agree. I totally agree. And then the uh, last thing I want to ask, you know there's a sequel coming out. I'll say i interested in a sequel. A sequel to X called Maxine with triple X. So it's Maxine. What three X's? Get it? Porn?
1: Uh, I got you now. <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find my fucking pen so I could write that shit down and be like, What what's he getting at? <laughs>
0: Why does he keep fucking saying the same shit over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> he must have a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you have you ever seen the movie Euro Trip?
1: Uh yeah, but uh, Shit, so a long time ago,
0: they're in uh, Amsterdam and the dude wanted to go to a uh, to a sex club and it was called Club Vendor Sex, but it had three X's at the end. So when he uh, tells people where he went, I went to Club Vendor Sex <laughs> and that's what that's what Maxine reminds me Did you of Could you try- my fucking watch going off. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? I was like, "Ah?" (laughs) huh?
0: my fucking watch trying to be like Siri and fucking trying to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Siri trying to watch porn on my watch.
1: (laughs) Uh, For real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm definitely going to watch, uh, Maxine. I'm very curious how they continue the horror aspect of it with just, Mia Goff's character from X, and not Pearl or Howard.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm kind of yeah. I'd, I'd watch it just because I'm curious to see which way they would go with it. And so far, they develop Pearl uh, that Mia Goff into such a good character.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was I was blown away by her acting in this movie. I really was. It is, yeah, it's she, one, of the, was one of the yeah. It's one of the better performances of the year.
1: You know what else was blown away?
0: I think it's I know, Kirk but I... Re- I oh.
1: That
0: scared girl got the right of his life. <laughs> hey. I got a chub. <laughs> I got a chub. I'd watch it again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Rating recommendation. Do you recommend this to the fine people out there, sir?
1: Yeah, just go into it knowing that it's not a horror movie or slasher it's more of a psycho thriller i guess uh it's not the best one i've ever seen so it's in the middle of the back and it's probably not something i would watch too much like more than once would you uh would you give it uh usually when somebody says middle of the road that's probably like a three
0: that's not middle of the road middle of the road would be 2.5 2.5 half a five dick We've had, well, two, two, we've, had, uh, we've had this
1: discussion before. We've had we had this discussion before. I still think you're fucking wrong.
0: Because you go
1: one, two, middle, four, five. <laughs> but what the fuck ever, this is this is your rodeo.
0: <laughs> if you do halves, if you do half points, 2.5 <laughs> is the half. <laughs> I know,
1: I know, because I got my math lesson the last time we thought about this, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like one of the first few episodes that we did. It was, it was.
1: <laughs> but I'm still a firm believer three's the middle.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I, you know, going into this review, I end up giving it a three. But I think the more I talked about it out loud, not just, you know, in my head, because I haven't been able to talk to anybody about this movie other than you. I, I think I'm gonna give it a 3.5. I, I, I still think it's, a huge, huge step below X. It's not in anywhere close to being as good as X. But I think if you are in, if you love Joker, then I think you will love this movie because it's, they're, they're very similar in that, in that regard. So I, I would recommend it to people if you're interested in something unique, uh, original, and, maybe a little bit of a different type of horror movie and i put air quotes around horror because it's barely even that so yeah i would uh, i would re- recommend going check it out i paid 20 bucks for it i would not pay 20 bucks for it though no i wouldn't either no we're we're talking like less than 10 bucks i'd go check it out
1: so, yeah i'd wait for it to get hit a streaming platform
0: yeah so i wish i you know, I wish i could make that mistake It is what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: But that is going to be it from us guys next week. We are going to do one more movie review before we jump back into the Sopranos season four. So if you want to go ahead and start watching those uh, first three episodes of season four, go ahead and start doing that because in two weeks we will uh, start back up with that. But next week we are going to review the Equalizer, (laughs) a uh, Denzel Washington movie that uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember liking it. Uh, when I first saw it, I've only seen it once. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, you've never seen it. I don't think so. Oh, hey, it's a Denzel Washington movie. You you, kind of know what you're going to get with a Denzel Washington movie. It's going to be fucking good or it's going to be fucking great. One of the two. He he typically does not make a bad movie.
1: I could not agree more. (laughs) So I am a. DW Dick Ryder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that movie is on Amazon Prime, and that's where you can find that out. So uh, go check it out if you have not seen it. Uh, but yeah, we will catch you on next week on another episode. Laters. Later.